What is up, everybody? We have a uh, another giveaway prompt to give you guys here, and uh, today it's going to be from me, Yelly. So uh, here we go. Thank you, everyone, who entered last week's giveaway, which was the second giveaway this week, giveaway number three. We are proud to announce a gift basket, including Seek Protein, LSKD, and our friends, Duncan. So it'll be a great basket. I'm not going to give you how to enter it. You're just going to have to go look in the description. I'll have all the details for you on how to enter this great giveaway. Now, Will, take it from here, buddy. Yeah, we should have got some of those little flags. <laughs> like a parade? Yeah. I thought about that too, but... Bringing the flag in there? No, bring in our suits for oh. the episode today, but we wore those all day, basically mm-hmm. yesterday. So, Welcome back to the fan club, everybody. We are now starting our political careers, <laughs> and we will be campaigning for whenever we t- all turn 35 so we can become president. Is that the age? Yep. I should have known that. More hockey. That's the legal age to become president, 35. Jeez. We got a few years. That's actually, that actually seems way too young. Like, that's insane. Imagine being 35. You wouldn't know enough to run a country. Come on. No. Why not? not. You should be 50 at least, I think. Well, people are getting smarter and smarter. It's not about that. It's about just, I think, life experience of at least 50 years under your belt before, um, I don't know, you should be thrown in a room with the world to to discuss about things. At least if I was 35, I wouldn't even want to, even if I was... I don't know. That would be crazy. Well, yeah, you have to think when that rule was probably made life back then, like you started everything way younger. Yeah. And just to... Uh, yeah, they were they were men. They were mature. Yeah, people were mature going. Men and women. People weren't really making yeah. it too far and the, past. Yeah, I was going to say the, the age expectancy you hadn't have been, couldn't have been that high at that time frame. But just to add some context, the youngest ever president was 42 years old. So no one has really came close to that Ooh. 35 age mark. Theodore Roosevelt, at the age of 42. Teddy. Teddy. The teddy bear. You know that's why they call it the teddy bear? No, really? not. They're named after him. He did something with like, I don't know the full, now I'm going to get myself into a hole here, but he did something where he either gifted kids or people in need bears or something. Build-a-bear? Stuffed animals. <laughs> he created Build-a-bear. <laughs> Greatest mall attraction the name teddy bear comes from former u.s president theodore roosevelt who is often referred to as teddy the name originated from an incident on a bear hunting trip in mississippi Ooh, hmm. never mind i was wrong a <laughs> <laughs> little bit off hey you're close enough yeah. something like that we'll yeah, give it, it to involve you. a bear yeah uh whenever whenever i hear the name teddy roosevelt i always think of night at the museum his role in there or whatever his yeah. cameo that's where he became famous <laughs> the Night of Museum. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific movie. Yeah. But hey, we got quite the update for y'all listening. Because we went to the White House. Yes, we did. We are officially um, uh, distinguished guests of the White House, as they said a few times yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Which is kind of cool to be called that. Do you guys think what... What is the actual percentage of the world population that has seen the inside of the White House? No clue. Because I don't know what the tours are like at all. Do they? I don't know. Do I think it probably depends out? on 
who which administration's in. Yeah. Not many eyes have seen the in- inside walls of the White House. Yeah. So we're really grateful to be able to have that opportunity. Maybe they let some schools in every once in a while or small groups, but just to the areas we went, I don't think we could get much more of a tour than we did. And even a less number of people have seen the inside of the White House and then recorded a podcast about seeing the inside of the White House. Very true. And filmed TikToks inside of the White House. Oh, there's so yeah. much. There's so much that we got to do that we were the first to do. Yeah. For Trailblazers. Sure. For sure. We are trailblazing the, uh, I guess, making the White House not as serious, more, more fun. That was our duty. Mm-hmm. And I think we executed it. And for... For context, too, we don't really know, or we none of us know that much about, like, government and government rules and how things work, which, I mean, maybe we should be a little better at that, but, like, we didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a group of friends, we're opposite of very political um, people. Like, we never talk about hardly that stuff, um, get into the weeds with it. Uh, with each other but I had no idea what to expect it was cool just being from Canada too being a Canadian that got to to see it because mm-hmm. I don't know you I mean maybe it's more meaningful for you guys because you have you hold that maybe higher up than us Canadians do but it was still great to for me to see that and is I, it a big deal to go to like the capital in, in Ottawa no. It's definitely maybe. bigger than the White House, I think. I've never wanted to go to the Capitol in Ottawa. I've, I've like seen people it. people, like, go there, go there to tour or like, be tourists in Ottawa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You go. Oh, yeah. You go check it out. It's, like, really cool. It's on, like, the edge of a, a river, and there's, like, uh, like you know, like, the Capitol building, like, where all, like, the senators and stuff go? That's, like, right beside the... Uh, the main parliament building and stuff so it's all in one like giant area does the prime minister live there yeah mm-hmm. what's that house called it's called the parliament building oh yeah it's definitely something that i don't pay that much attention to for the canadian side like i always knew that the white house was cool i mean they kind of make it cooler too because they film like a t- like tv shows and there's all these things around it someone um, uh someone said a funny comment that i saw it was like the last time the Canadians were at the White House, like they're referring to me and Lawson, that we burnt it down. What? Yeah. We, there's like a small, I don't know the history that much, no. but the Canadians went and set it on fire. Jeez. Crazy. Well, well went, the first White House was in Pennsylvania. I didn't know that. And that just kind of leads back to what Lawson, what Will, and I think for his mention is that we were kind of like the ideal group putting social media aside like obviously that was the main reason why we're there and we'll get into how we even got the invitation but we were the ideal group that the social media team that works the white house brought us in for that exact reason just to kind of normalize that uh, whole white house feel because not many people know much about it and they're trying to make it like less so formal and bring other people's eyes into what actually happens Mm -hmm. so so what were your guys expectations before going uh, I know Lawson and I had never been to D.C. You guys all had. So you've seen, like, the, the outside of things, walked around all the – I mean, we did this, too, where we got to go to the – we went to the Smithsonian. We went to the Holocaust Museum. We went and walked around. We saw the Capitol building. World around. War II Memorial. Yep, we saw the memorials, the Lincoln Memorial, the reflecting pool. Um, 
but yeah, like what was expectations prior to the main event? Um, I went there when I was like in fifth grade, sixth grade, right around that uh, that age. So like I've been to Washington D.C. before, but like my perception of what I remember now after going back was totally different. Like I I didn't really didn't hit me as hard as like how beautiful the place is and how cool these like monuments are. Like I it's just like it's hard to describe like seeing the Lincoln monument or is that what it's called Lincoln, Lincoln Memorial Lincoln Memorial seeing the reflecting pool and then my favorite thing out of the whole trip outside of going inside of the White House because that was obviously number one the second was the Holocaust Museum that uh, really touched me um, I don't know if it how long ago they put that museum out because I don't remember doing it as a kid when I was out there so maybe it happened after that time frame but that was pretty cool and obviously sad to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, when I was in Washington with my dad, we pretty much only saw or walked around the area we were at the very end where, like, that guy was playing the music and stuff on the speaker. So we just saw the front of it through the gates. And, yeah, didn't didn't do the other stuff we did on the first day. But, yeah, I agree. The Holocaust Museum was pretty pretty crazy to hear and learn about all that stuff. Um, and also I, it, it was nice that it was free just because mm-hmm. they literally just want to share the history with anyone who comes from wherever you come from. And they just want to show off like everything that's gone on the planet and the Smithsonian and the Holocaust. And I, one of my friends said that we should have gone to the aviation mm. one. That one is really, really cool. I heard cool. the spy museum's cool too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we left some stuff on the table when we go back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. My expectation. <laughs> we couldn't hit them all. No. I didn't, I didn't even know all that stuff was really there. My expectation of Washington and the White House was honestly that Capitol building and and the that tall building. The monument. The monument, monument. And everything else not really being something that you even, like, look at. And that's it. It was just kind of like a little park with the Capitol, and that was the White House. I thought they were both the same thing. <laughs> and that was just you just walk around it, and then those – that got to go in would just enter through the gate and it would that was it yeah. but it was way more uh, stacked with like lines of access than i thought there would and be which makes sense it's now. weird to think about too and i might be even wrong on i might be wrong on this but dc district of columbia is not a state it's maryland so is it maryland or virginia I thought that DC is like. Falls I think under it's just Maryland. not a yeah, state. Yeah, I think it falls under Maryland. Is it? I don't know. No, I don't think. Yeah, actually, Justin was telling me about this. Juice, one of our friends, Juice, Juice was actually teaching me this before I went. Yeah, I don't think it's a state. He said it was just a. It's its own thing, but it's not. It's not a state. Yeah, it's just a district. And I, th- I think this was one of, if not the, only group trip we've ever done that we didn't go and see a hockey arena true well no we had marriott and oh yeah, Florida. yeah oh did you say trip yeah you yeah. said trip yeah i guess we didn't do it at the in, in uh, there's a couple yeah that orlando one we didn't see a rink yeah Ju- juice is right it's not a state what it's nothing it's a district just um i want to add on to the another thing that uh my expectations um i didn't like the city is very nice very clean and 
it's not like busy but there's a bunch of buildings and every place that we ate at was really cool so like i wasn't expecting that like when i think of like an east coast city i think of like anywhere from a new york city to a boston where it's like really populated buildings on top of one another a lot of people but yeah dc like exceeded what i expected from that standpoint i think the time that we went to like sunday monday was a less busy time as well because i know i last time i was there it was a class trip and we did like you saw those like kids like getting the tours and stuff that's what like we did and it was a lot busier when we went to i think it was like a wednesday thursday friday thing but they have a lot more tours and stuff going on on those days so the district of columbia here's a fact it's only 10 miles of a square wow okay outside of that 10 miles is either maryland or virginia it's a pretty big area, though. In turn, it's small, obviously, but and the whole reason is ten just miles. because it's government focused. That whole the capital. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of like Vatican City. Yeah, but that's a country, I think. Yeah, but in the same weird, weird way where the the Pope is there, that's their own thing that he lives in. Yeah. But so I, I was great, like super impressed with DC, and we got great weather we were spoiled for two days but uh just walking around and seeing seeing everything it was super clean um which expected it to be since it's our capital um and there's yeah nice buildings old buildings learned a lot and expectations definitely it exceeded my expectations yeah same mm-hmm. big time same. i thought it was gonna be kind of like blah boring yeah but it was gorgeous that's a good way to put my expectation thinking it was going to be boring Mm -hmm. it's kind of what i thought yeah but it was really nice it was super nice got to touch some grass yeah (laughs) let's start with how we got there yeah this is a good story so last week we we got some emails to our personal emails not even our thg emails and uh there's an invitation that said the president invites you to the vegas golden knights stanley cup celebration and at first, I was logged into the uh, the Hockey Guys mail, and that got one directed to Lawson. Yeah. Because it said Mr. McDonald. I thought I was the only one going. Yeah, I thought I was too. like, it was right for me. And was I was like, like wow, why yeah. am I the one? I had just got, got just got home from the office, and I see this email, and I texted in the group chat. I was like, Lawson, looks like you're going to D.C. And then Frizz was like, I got one, too. I was like, okay. The two Canadians got them. And I checked my personal, and I had the exact same one. And then everyone else had them, too. And they're like is this real is this a hacker yeah like we had no clue what to expect yeah i think uh because i looked at the the email on my phone and the phone version of the email the first email sent it looked like a like a hacker type email like the the photos are super pixelated and it just like seems so unnatural like a stereotypical this is a scammer email from the white house yeah i uh sent i took a screenshot and sent it to one of my buddies and I didn't even like look at this part, or, like tell him to like see if this is real. I was just like showing it to him, and then he messaged me back like a minute later. He's like, "It's real." I looked up the email. It's a, from a real government uh, address. Wow. So that was the uh, the fact checker, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now th- that was exactly yeah one week. Did you say that it one was Monday night? I think one week before we went. I actually did not think we were gonna go when I saw it. Even when everybody got it, 
the first thing that went to my head was not that, oh yeah, like we're gonna book our flights and go. Cause I didn't think that, for one, I didn't think at the time maybe that it was that big of a deal. But then I sent it to Emma, I, like you guys, Dave, that chimed in, and then they're like, oh, "You have to do it." Like, "Oh, we're like, do that. You have to do it." And then I'm like, "Oh, is this this is something that you, I guess you got to do if you can do it." Can't really say so, no. <laughs> yeah, but I knew that. I guess we'd have to, like, it's a one day trip, so I was kind of unsure that if everyone would be on board. But turns out that I think we were all really quickly to be on board and like, yeah. We're we going. were so quick to be on board that we scheduled or we booked the flights before we even had the meeting with our contact from the White House. Yeah. So the meeting was on Thursday. I think we booked everything Wednesday and we were yeah. ready to go. We were, we were so quick to confirm this that like I completely forgot to even tell my parents until like a day or two before we were going out there. <laughs> just like, yeah, they, they're just like, what the heck? Glad that you guys are all going because it's a one out of one experience that. Like we kind of started this podcast by saying that how many eyes have actually seen the inside of the White House? Yeah, and it was super. Uh, it was super rare because like the Knights social team didn't even know that we were invited, like cause they don't really have much say in these kind of events. Like it's the White House; you can't just invite anyone. So to be invited directly from the the office was like, yeah, I didn't even know that was a department of the White House, like yeah. a media contact you know like to find people yeah. to invite and the the one thing i just want to say on this before i give the mic to lawson they have when they were kind of explaining why they brought us in it was literally like no different than an nhl team saying we want to bring you in to make it fun like it's just yeah. like every person that has like brought us in to do like social media work it's all the same goal so here's something important too they just hired an a new person to their team out from California and she was working for him for like a month and Patrick the guy who was our contact was like do you have anybody in mind and she's like yeah we got to get the hockey guys that are like top of the list like got to get number these one. guys going number one draft pick. The first pick wow so that was just meant to I didn't hear that didn't know that yeah, you so it was I actually was... that lady that was brand new working uh-huh. for a month was the reason why we got yeah, to go. Yeah, she hasn't even moved to D.C. yet. Yeah, she's still yeah. in California. Wow. We didn't even get to meet her. That's a big shout-out there. So, yeah. The, that that little thing of just how, I guess, our videos came across her page before she even started working there. That's what she we, said. We appeal to – we can appeal to that type of audience. And, yeah, Patrick may have never have heard about us, but yeah, now that she got a job. Yeah. It was like, oh, I know the right people. That's meant to be. That's yeah. crazy yep. how, what a butterfly effect yep. that is. Oh, yeah. That's a big, big <laughs> meant to be. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. And it was, uh, it was awesome. I don't even know how else, like, it was just yeah. truly once in a lifetime, probably. So my my mom and dad, when I told them that we were going, this was like on Friday, basically, Thursday, Friday, the first thing they said after like oh that's amazing they're like do you have good attire for it because like i wear my college suits to the ground like had those things like even before going to college i bought a suit for lawson's wedding but i didn't have a good dress shirt so i know cut you to do the same thing had to go out and shop to uh look nice for the white house yeah i was supposed to my parents were driving to 
Minneapolis here to fly out for vacation and I was going to drive him to the airport and then this email came across I'm like we booked our flights and I was like yeah I'm not sure if I can drive you to the airport anymore or we're we're going to the White House and we're leaving at 7 a.m. and they're like what <laughs> that's amazing my grandparents are excited and then my mom is like all right we need to we need to go shopping so I got two pairs of shoes my mom got for me I got a dress shirt she found this little hockey pin to yeah. pin to my coat and brought me my American flag tie. Yeah, Cuddy was like, he was the most distinguishable person there, not only in a suit, but his hoodie. You're like getting compliments left to right. Oh, yeah. I was wearing my uh, no bad hoodie. And I got it. my first compliment was at the Holocaust Museum from a security guard. He's like, that's a really sweet hoodie. And then we just started talking about it. And then the second compliment was airport security coming home. <laughs> so good security job, guys. Love no bad. Yeah. yeah no, no that's bad. great. Just got this getting it out into the open. Yeah. I've never got complimented on a hoodie before either. Really? So that's a uh, good job. It's awesome. That's good. That is awesome. What did your parents say for us about the invitation? I feel like yours would have been super excited. Yeah. Every time we do something, they're always super excited. Um, yeah, they were just, like, pumped because I always – our thing now, ever since Sweden, my uh, when I tell them something, my mom always waits, and she's like, we're just going to wait till this is 100% sure before we tell the rest of the family and my grandparents and stuff. So when I told them that we were officially confirmed, flights were booked, then she told everyone. And uh, she's in Mexico right now with her whole side of the family, so I actually called her this morning and – kind of gave her a little brief rundown everyone was pretty uh, excited for us so yeah i think everyone all our supporters just were excited her family and friends were like holy smokes i don't know how how these things keep happening but you better go and enjoy it yeah oh someone commented uh on one of the instagram posts she was like uh the crossover i never thought i i thought i never thought i'd see I mean, yeah, I would seriously. never have guessed this crossover either, which is one of those things that didn't think hockey would lead to the team winning the cup to get to go to the White House to that's the way we're getting the invite there. Never would have thought about it that way. Um, but yeah. speaking of you and your little, speaking of Frizz and never it happening until it happens, he almost actually missed the flight for the White House because... He didn't set an alarm, or he actually did not set an alarm. We were flying out on Sunday morning at 7.20 a.m. I was picking him up. Cuddy was at the apartment picking him up. We're waiting in our truck outside, waiting for him to come down. We're texting him like, all right, Frizz, it's 5.30 a.m. Where are you at, man? And he was sleeping in his bed at that time. Yeah, how long? You almost blew it just by doing that. Think about if you would have slept in and missed that. So me and Lawson were wait like we met each other in the lobby at the apartment and we're like have no sign of frizz no sign of frizz Lawson pulls his truck up front and we just like didn't want to waste any time we're like we, he hasn't texted in the group chat or said anything so I'm just like all right I'm just gonna go up there and see what's going on luckily his apartment door was open Dave <laughs> Dave was sleeping the lights it was completely dark in there I'm like oh he's definitely sleeping slide his door open flip the light on he slowly wakes up takes his earplugs out looks at his phone he's like why didn't my alarm go off and i'm just like hurry up buddy we gotta go 
and then I left. Normally, you're not re- like really ready though. Like some, the times that I've traveled with you, like your stuff isn't completely like in your bag, ready to just to get up and go. So, you lucked out that you had your, your stuff together at least. Yeah, I packed completely the night before. Like, I was fully fully ready to go. I uh, even had my clothes that I was gonna be wearing. Like I was ready to rock. Went to bed at nine forty-five. And I put my alarm for 5 a.m., but I just didn't hit the on button for it later because I looked in the car and I saw it was at 5, but it was not on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, luckily I was saved. And it, it took me like two minutes to get dressed, grab my stuff, say goodbye to Ollie, and yeah. head out. Imagine if it was like me for his because like I don't ride with you guys at the airport. Imagine if it was me. Like at least you had these guys there to wake you up. If mm-hmm. if that was me, I would have mi- like legit missed a flight because there, there would have been no one waking me up. I was so excited to go like be invited to the White House. I went to bed early like Frizz. I woke up. It was like two, and I was like, "Dang, <laughs> I wish it was like four right now so I could head over to the flats and we can get going already." Four, hey. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, my alarm was at like four fifteen. Got up, got dressed, drove over, and then Frizz was still sleeping. <laughs> got an extra half hour and yeah, yeah. And, and then he had his you can talk about your nap on the plane too oh and then i got on the plane and i just fell right back asleep it happened was, to you dude i was just tired and i was comfortable i had a good seat who was beside me oh lawson was beside me i was just comfortable had a good sleep and i was in such a deep sleep that it actually took me like 20 minutes to like wake up out of the fog once i actually woke <laughs> up so it's i was well day. rested for the day I'm glad. Yeah. We had a great Sunday, and then it led into the main event on Monday, Monday morning. Everyone was pretty dialed that morning. We were yeah, ready we to go. Yeah, we worked out that morning before. Oh, yeah. Wait, we're missing a great story. Yeah. My suit. Oh, Your yeah. Suit. My yeah. suit. I didn't, have it in the, I didn't have it in the points, but, um, yeah, so uh, the travel day, <clears throat> I actually didn't know if these guys were going to be packing their suits in their suitcase or not, so I didn't, like, I didn't really want to crumple it. I think it's kind of... I thought it was weird to put a suit jacket in the suitcase. That's that what my weird? mom... I was trying to carefully fold Yeah, mine. my mom told us that we should all, like, just do what you did and carry them on. Yeah, was like, ah. in a garment bag. I looked yeah. up a video. <laughs> you did? Yeah. <laughs> I did you tell can, you. You just fold it in half and put it in a really? hard suitcase, and it's fine. Yeah. And I it just, was fine. Yeah. I feel like I look at suits and dress pants and dress shirts so delicately where it's like... I'm not good at folding them either, so it seems like they just are going to get destroyed by that. Yeah, I just put it in the bag, <laughs> fold it in half, and put it in empty side of the suitcase. Well, that's what I should have done. I guess the first funny thing that happened was since I had a camera bag, I had my carry-on suitcase, and then I had my garment bag. So now I'm taking three things to the airport and my uh, my fanny pack, my Lulu fanny pack across my chest. So I have four things, and I start to board the plane, and the, the lady that was scanning my boarding pass tells me that I have three things and that I can't have three things that I need to check my carry-on. Well, I didn't think my garment bag counted as a an item. It's kind of like a coat, like a jacket. Like you have a backpack, a jacket. I was just wasn't wearing my jacket. It was just in a bag. And then I have my suitcase, like whatever. Let me take all three things on. And then she even counted my fanny pack I was wearing as another item. So she said I had four stuff, which isn't doesn't count so i uh i didn't want to actually then frizz was chirping me from the side being like i started to put my suit i started to tag my bag so they can put it under the plane and then frizz was like no 
put don't don't check a bag whatever right where did you say ah we don't want to wait yeah he didn't want me to wait minutes first is like we we need those extra three minutes you kept saying it's going to be three well no you no when you're waiting for a checked bag you never know how long that's going to take and it was just unnecessary all he had to do was have that bag tag on when he walked past the lady and then when we were in the jet bridge just take it off which he did but then little did we know we still had to end up waiting so yeah and that i guess that's a good point this all came back to just waiting more because i i tried to put my suit in my in my suitcase didn't fit didn't want to crumple it either worked that hard to put it in a garment bag and then i was just gonna pack it right in so i ended up doing the three bags onto the plane i listened to frizz i ripped the bag tag off didn't put my carry-on under the plane and I had three items, put my suitcase above on the overhead, put my uh, my garment bag, not on my suitcase, but on someone's backpack because there was more room. So that's where my garment bag went. And then I had my camera bag under my feet. And when I hopped off the plane, I grabbed my camera bag, had my fanny pack around my chest, check, check, and then looked up top, grabbed my suitcase, okay, in my head I was good to go. And then we keep walking, and then we're past the security exit where you can't turn around. And then that's when I realized I looked, I was like lagging behind, and I just said it to myself. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. And then I catch up to those guys. I just didn't want to, I obviously wasn't looking forward to telling them that. That was twice, too twice because the other time was the camera bag literally immediately as we cross those final doors where you can't go back it hits got a bad bad habit of that when i get two that's and again that was a three item scenario it's when i have three things new tsu flight rule two items only two items for me you guys can take three (laughs) i don't even know what to say um it's it's different i guess because you always need the camera bag and you sacrifice a real backpack. Yeah. But. But, yeah. That, I mean, we haven't flown the suits. And then my first thought was, well, now I'm going to have to get a suit for but the White But you know House. what the worst the worst part was? Was Cuddy only had one item. He didn't have a backpack. And since he already checked in and was down the jet bridge, they, uh, they wouldn't let you give the garment bag to him to count his second. Yeah. That's what we should have done. Everyone needs two. And that's it but you know it was early it was yeah. sunday morning we were all a little out of it yeah anyways i did i went out. to the emergency plan talked to delta and they got my garment bag back for me they were laughing at you but that was uh a little bit scary i was upset the delta lady Hopefully, was loving it that we were kind of giving it to you yeah they were filming me we had to we had to give it to them there's no other way to do it in the thu way but hey your suit looked great on monday morning i gotta say there's two lessons that we can take away from this uh little scenario that happened one is follow the rules listen to the lady but more importantly don't listen to frizz true i don't know how that line travels back to me but um because he listened to you he listened to you to tell him to take that bag take off if you would have just gave his bag to the where he's supposed to give it then still don't know if you would have got the garment bag. I would have. I would have because I would have had two items. There's one thing that you and didn't mention. The reason I, the that reason I, think I didn't. You up. The reason I didn't get the garment bag is because I didn't see it when I was grabbing my carry-on, and the only thing I knew that I just had to go up top because I had an item, and the one item I knew I had was my suitcase. 
and the garment bag was chucked somewhere else. But you forgot so, that you were distraught when you were <laughs> when you're sitting in the distraught. seat. What do you mean distraught? You lost the your the the card holder thing. Oh no, that was a bag. Yeah, okay. And you were looking for it, and you were all pissed. You were a bit chaotic. And then morning. Cuddy stood up, so then you found it, and then by the time you like found it, you just quickly rushed up and grabbed it. Yeah. But yeah, it we survived. Support. Yeah. Yeah, Surviving good lesson. Conquered. Don't respect the airline, and it'll respect you back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no cheating. No cheating the airport. Don't cheat the airport. Don't cheat the airports. You got to respect it because uh, it's all about karma at those places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, listeners, are you looking to stay up to date in the hockey world, hear some never-before-told stories about our hockey days, or want to learn a few things about the game and its history? Well, we have just what you are looking for in our exclusive Hockey Talk segment. Introducing THG Hockey Talk. Come hang out and get to know us even more in this special community. You will even get to ask us any questions you've been dying to find out about us, which we will answer each week. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, if you join the community by December 10th, you'll receive a personalized Christmas card from yours truly. Go sign up. It worked out. And like I said, the suits all looked good. Everyone was fine. Yeah, everyone everyone was fine. We had one belt forgotten, but someone had a backup. So what are the odds matter. that I had two belts on that trip? That is like, so, I barely wear belts ever, but for yeah. whatever reason, I packed two for this and trip. it was brown, exactly <laughs> what I needed. Yeah, perfect. That's one thing I almost forgot too, is my belt. It's yeah. the last thing I packed. That sucks. So forget about You're up at 4 a.m. and you almost forgot something yep. still, eh? Yep. I also forgot something, too, that our uh, lovely manager helped me out with. I had a mean 5 o'clock, whatever it's called, 6 o'clock five shadow. O'clock, 5, five o'clock, o'clock shadow on my face. <laughs> that, was, that was covering Takes up my mustache. Six hours. <laughs> I think that was just distracting from your mustache, <laughs> which did you some favors. And uh, our manager had a shaver because he shaves his head every day. So I asked him f- to bring it to me, and I was able to get that done uh, right before we <laughs> left. Thanks, Felipe. Shout out, Felipe. That's a, that's a, that's a kind of funny story, too, is Felipe getting <laughs> getting the invite as well. Yep. Felipe got to, got to go, which was nice, and uh, it was just a big moment for the THG team. Yep. It was great. Yeah, how did the best day ever start? Now can we get into the main yes. event? Yes, now, now, let's, now, let's now I just it. want to talk about this. Yeah, now the best day ever. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, we had to meet at 9.45. We were all prepped by 9. Everyone Besides was Besides Frizz. Yeah, Lawson's <laughs> giving it to you a little bit that morning, too, yesterday morning. It doesn't feel like it was yesterday. Holy. That's super weird. No, it does not. That trip felt like one long day. It yeah, did. it did. Because <laughs> we left at 7 a.m. Sunday and got back at 9 p.m. Monday. Yeah. It was like one long day. We didn't sleep that long either on Sunday night. Just got up, hit the gym, got a light light breakfast. Maybe I was the only one who got a light breakfast. I didn't eat. I think you didn't were eat. the I can't only function one. if I don't eat. We got some coffees, though. Yep. That's all I need in the morning. And then, uh, yeah, we head to the White House. We like, met at the uh, Dwight Eisenhower Executive Office. His insane building. Yeah, huge building. Uh, security was pretty tight. <laughs> yeah. Secret service. Two different checkpoints. Believe it or not. Yeah. But uh, right when we walked up to the second one, actually, the vice president was coming in on her motorcade. That was cool that was to cool. see. There was like, what, four, es- what a system. four escalades and some 
bunch of motor cops bikers yeah that's crazy and how they have this little th- oh and we saw oh, wait, okay the motorcade was first and then once we got through we saw president biden fly in on marine one which is a helicopter yeah he was in that Del- was cool Delaware they, for they the fly um three of those three Mar- yep. every time he's in, in a helicopter there's two other with him yep makes sense but it was yeah. cool it landed so the one flew by got a video of it the next one came in and it was kind of hovering and it landed right behind the white house mm-hmm. which is very cool right that in the was, backyard that was like a scene from a movie and we're just standing like on the lawn the yeah. white house lawn <laughs> but getting back to that dwight ha- dwight eisenhower building patrick was giving us the the little rundown as we were walking by it and that was the biggest office in the world when it was built i don't know what year it was built but it had the most offices out of any building first place where office jobs were a thing yeah so that was pretty cool to hear because like obviously the building's big but in the grand scheme of things what buildings look like now it's pretty small but at one point that was the biggest office building in the world i don't know what that's made out of is it marble seemed to be yeah it was was beautiful just art detailed something else that i thought that was cool was this is how like every little thing is inspected he said that someone was sending flowers to the defense minister or something and they had to spend 10 minutes looking through the flowers using the metal detector wand to see if there was like a microphone microphone in there or like anything that could potentially be um, a security risk yeah so interesting yeah i would love to learn more about that detail speaking of that though the like you said i had my camera bag backpack with my laptop in another thing that they did when i put my camera bag through we went through what two metal one metal detector to get to the white house or two one one just one there's one where they checked our ids check your ids yeah who are you then they you got to walk about 100 yards to the next one so they already have your information then you go there and you still give them your IDs again and they give you our visitor passes or whatever. That's yeah. where you put your things through. Yeah, so my backpack went through a security, uh, like an airport thing, and uh, I thought it was going to be more intensive than that because I feel like I could have, not that I would, but I feel like I could have put maybe something in there, whatever. Um, the uh, They checked my camera, though. They turned it on for some reason. Hmm. They're really? like, do you have a camera in there? I'm like, yeah. And then they they said, can you turn it on, please? All I had to do was turn it on and showed them that it turned on. And that was it. And I did not understand what that would have done. Could, could have been a fake camera. Yeah. But what, it, like, so what? It would have been filled with oh, explosive yeah. material. Oh, okay. Could have been anything. Yeah. I've seen, like, a camera lens where you can, it's like a flask. <laughs> yeah, like a but it, camera like it could have been what if, if you say you have a little compartment that's a flash camera yeah you can put anything in there true but i still could have i guess i don't know that's yeah i still could i'm have, sure they have a reason for every I little thing they do you could have put it on your leg you could have still walked in there through that no they're just metal detectors flask is a metal or like a bottle i mean you could have thrown that on there i guess yes. but then you risk it because <laughs> yeah. they scanned a couple people that with the oh, okay. I got wanded. Yeah, I didn't yeah, get wanded. I got, I got wanded. But like, but I, I got wanded and had something on my yeah. leg. They'd be like, I don't think I'm making it past that door. Yeah, yeah. And like, if you do have problem? something, you're not getting in. You're 
I don't think there's any strikes. Forever. No strikes. No, No, there's no strikes. There's no warning. It was, I was a little intimidated. I mean, the Secret Service guys were nice, but the first ones were, didn't really say anything. They just took our IDs and were like, walk forward. There's one, (laughs) one part in that, uh, the, when we first got there and we were standing outside, the Patrick and what was the lady's name? Morgan. Morgan. They, they kind of like ushered us quickly into the interview room, but she was just like, yeah, it's always like unnerving when you see the Secret Service guys running because you don't really see them jogging. It's always those it like walk, but like she, that's what she said when we were walking to the interview room. She's like, it's always a little unnerving when you see them running because were they? Yeah, that's oh, why. That's I why he's that. like, let's let's go. Hmm. So, but um, I think this is a good good little spot here to ask this question from one of our fans: Was the White House bigger than expected from your perception? Well, just from like I like I saw it beforehand. I think it definitely does look way bigger in the movies. That was my perception. I I don't know. I think it was like I didn't really expect it to be like massive, but it was bigger on the inside than it looked from the outside. I think there wasn't as many rooms as I thought, but those rooms were a lot bigger. Like that that whole ceremony was in one room. Yeah, well, I, mean, I thought there's like a thousand rooms. Well, there's we didn't get to see That's half true. of it. We were only we were like just on the main floors. floor. Yeah. yeah, and for me, it was smaller than I expected it to be. I had okay. this crazy castle in mind, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's also yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you do think of like this is where the president lives, but then when you think about about it like further, it's like there's one floor where it's his residence and. I don't know the percentage of days that he's actually living there. Mm-hmm. And it depends if you view it as a house or are you viewing it as a yeah. office building yeah. that, that looks like a house. This is, that was my biggest expectation that I was like turned around from. I was super wrong on. Like, it's not a house. You don't feel like you're in a house at all. It's like a museum. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And with the amount of people walking around like that actually work at the White House, like it's not home. No. <laughs> Not at all. No, it'd be weird. It would be weird, like like going there for breakfast, and it's like yeah, you just you don't like waking up in the morning. What you say hi to everybody that lives in your house, like hello. Like, I've never even seen a picture really of the uh, the residence floor either. Yeah, I'm sure it's customized every time there's a new president in there. Um, but yeah, the part we when we walked in, so we walked in through the briefing room. We got to check out the briefing room. Um, got our little pictures and stuff at pretending we were dressing the State of the Union, um, which is like an iconic little area. And I thought it was interesting that it's literally right on the driveway, basically, which makes sense. I guess they don't want all these news people walking through the actual house. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the first door, one door, look right. It's the podium. It's like you can see this podium on every news station every day. Yeah. Someone's giving a speech, whether it's the president or not. Someone's saying something to the news or giving updates. Um, and then, so we did that. I heard from Patrick that news people, every station puts people in there. Their job is to sit there all day. Some days they'll get super interesting things. The president will talk, vice president will talk. Some days they'll get a spokesperson to talk. Some days hmm. there's nothing. So they sit in there, that's their job the is briefing there, room. And you yep. just wait for someone to enter the podium and start speaking. Yep, all those people sitting in there who are watching us, they're like, that's their job. They have to be the. They can't miss it, you know. Yeah. Because what? 
I don't think there's much of a heads up when no. they're coming to chat. Heck no, probably not. not. Then a bunch of THG boys walk in there goofing around on the podium for you a think, few minutes. Do you think they thought we were about to deliver some hard-hitting news? We had the visitor they pass saw badges on. tie and they're like, oh, maybe we'll don't need to turn our cameras yeah. on. Yeah, I don't well, think just they a, flinched. To add to the news thing, when we were outside, the, all those news tents, mm-hmm. that was pretty interesting to yeah. see. You see those right from the road. I'd never noticed those were a thing. You got the green tarps to somewhat make them camouflage, but like still, it's like I don't know. I've flipped on the news and seen like that angle before, but now like adding context to where they're actually sitting is kind of funny. I don't think Mr. President walks in the front too often, Mm-mm. or in the lawn at all, unless there's an event or that main door is where like important people will come in for events. They'll drive up and drop them off at that front door. But we walked walked out of the briefing room, went kind of under in an unseeable spot from the road. The road kind of goes down um, and walked into the, I don't know what the entrance is called. But you walk in straight to the left is the east wing. To the right was the west wing. They said no filming here. Um, obviously, no one's really allowed in the west wing unless you're someone. That's where all the big stuff happens. The Oval Office, Situation Room, um, Secret Service, way over quarters. our, way over our, uh, whatever, yeah, grade. We did find out there's a couple gyms in the White House. Yeah, two Mr. for two for the president, one for the staff, and uh, Joe is a is a Peloton guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what we heard. He's, he likes the Peloton. And it, this another thing on that was so they obviously monitor every text message he sends or everything like, yeah i don't know if he texts but yeah like, every electronic he's every electronic communication they they monitor uh-huh. so there's a team like just watch it that's their job and they had troubles with peloton because obviously it's a social thing so like even when he's in like a chat room on peloton someone has to monitor it. and there was like a rule where at first he wasn't allowed to do it but he loved it too much. But they found a way, I guess, to make it work. But he couldn't use Peloton because it's technically communication from other people. Yeah. Frick, if Joe, he could be in a class, so it's being, one of us. Yeah, imagine being in the same class What do you think his Joe username Biden. would be? POTUS. <laughs> Frick. They should sponsor him. They would, they, they would do some, Isn't some that good funny? brand deals. Peloton, Mr. Biden loves your bikes. Yeah. What it, when we first stepped foot in the actual White House there, not the briefing room, but, like, through the first door, mm-hmm. did it hit you guys right away? Yeah, when they, when he pointed over outside through the door and to the windows and those, like, white uh, little coffee tables sitting outside, he's like, in that window is the Oval Office. So he'll have meetings when he has guests over, and they just sit outside in the back lawn at that little coffee table and talk about whatever, um, which was... That kind of hit for me. I was like, okay, this is legit, legit. Yeah, when I looked out the window and saw the Oval Office out there, I thought that was really, really cool. And then walking through and looking at the walls and the ceiling and how everything is just just so nice in there, I think that it just felt special. It was like, holy cow, this is the craziest building I've ever walked through. Um, It feels like, yeah, a museum or an ancient piece of art that you're getting to look at and like be inside um so it's fun like there's so many details every like, there's like a china cabinet with all the president's that was cool plates well i don't even what what was yeah. that for I think it was but, different events yeah 
Yeah, yeah. like really so like like their first dinner when they be like their inauguration meal, and they have different chinaware yeah. glasses and plates and things, and it like says a little, probably says the number, like number forty six or uh-huh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I think I think seeing all that was one of my favorite parts because you could be entertained mm-hmm. through there I the whole entire seeing, time. I love seeing the paintings. All There was a bunch of paintings of first ladies um, and then photographs of just different events of people coming in from, I mean, there's pictures from George Bush, Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump, Biden, and Jill, and... I don't know. Am I like? I feel like bad calling him by their first names. <laughs> <laughs> well, something else that was cool. The one of the people that was standing there, or Yelly, was like, "Is that onions?" Oh on yeah, the, uh, yeah. I was gonna lawn? say that. There's tulips from Holland. It looked just like onions. But the guy said that that's uh, Mr. President's favorite. What first is it? lady. Was it? They made it for her. They okay, crossbred the dumb flowers. Question. Is it? It's a flower. Yeah. There's a flower. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's why they got them, because that was their That garden flower. was perfect. Oh, yeah. Didn't expect anything. Just like the grass, eh, hey, Cud? Perfect. The lawn was pristine. <laughs> so, to give some context, so we walk in, but we go down a floor, technically, from the briefing room. Mm-hmm. That's where we walked in. So, we were kind of under, we were on the, probably not the lowest level, but we were on, I don't know the third floor if we can kind of map this out at the third the briefings the second residents and whatever else is up top um so we walk in down on the third go through go to coat check i thought it was cool how all the uh the honor guard people like just kind of stand in different ways and help people walk through and um i, I don't do know they, how you get that job. are they there all day every day like is that like Probably. or is that just for events because i was wondering that because like there's one at every corner mm-hmm. every hallway there's one it's a good question i'm sure there's there's part security too standing there and when you see someone in a marine's uniform mm-hmm. you're not gonna yeah do anything stupid no it's kind of a respect thing mm-hmm. um and then we went upstairs to the event i think the and that was i'm trying to I'm probably explaining this poorly, but that was on the main floor. What you see from the outside, like it's that front those door. big front doors. Yes, that's where we walked up to. Yep. And when you looked out, that was the front White House lawn mm-hmm. where we entered originally. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, where that's the right. event was, right through those big doors. So that's why they can drop off important people at the front door because they walk in and they're in the event space. Yeah. Right. Too. Yeah. And there's a nice little band playing. Or a quartet, I think. Maybe. The, the funny thing was about the, the the music when we were down at the level right below, walking up the stairs. You could not hear that band mm-hmm. playing. It wasn't until you got up the stairs and turned like like basically right into the doorways when you actually heard the music. That's true. It was beautiful. That gave me goosebumps I, when I turned the corner and saw like this big open with pillars inside ballroom type thing, and then there's this live band playing orchestra, not band. Um, playing uh, music, then that gave me like shivers. I was like, wow, this is a pretty cool party. It felt out of place being there, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but too. little yeah, did we sure. know, we were right in the right place because we were getting uh, treated as if we were the rest of the NHL team because we blended in so nicely with the rest of the Vegas Knights. Yeah, I guess there was like at this party, there was not many people that were um, 
in our age category. So I guess our age category was us and then the Las Vegas Knights team. So if you were like, there's a lot of older people there, a couple of kids that were maybe related, but not many people that were in our thing. So every time someone saw us, like they thought that we were on the team mm-hmm. because we look like hockey players too. Um, so we would get treated in a way by um, some of the security, whatever, guiding us. Hey guys, like come over this way. You guys got to get up on stage. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh no, like we we're we're not on the team. We're just. And then they're like, oh, why are you here then? Yeah. <laughs> Who asked us that? Someone said, why are you here? Did did they? Oh not? really? Yeah, it was one of the butlers. one of the marines. One of the butlers asked me that too. Yeah. And one then of we. The guards. Yeah, well, we're just kind of here to. Oh, we're actually making Corey in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So then someone really big who thought that we were a part of the team uh, was Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL. That was so so funny. Tell the story, Cuddy. Yeah. So me and Frizz are standing at this little table just having an iced tea and lemonade, and this little guy walks up to us. (laughs) He is so little. He is, yeah, he's tiny. But uh, Frizz knew who he was. I didn't really recognize him and he <laughs> shakes frizz's hand and says hi and he shakes my hand and he's like good to see you again <laughs> and i was like you too and he's like i really like your tie and then he pointed like, at your little hockey pin and too then, then yeah i guess i kind of got awkward and blanked out there <laughs> <laughs> there's one glimmer know. of hope cuddy because we did stay in the same hotel with him in carolina and that like what he had the exchange with you in the white house That'd be the second awkward exchange because I don't know if you remember when we were standing outside the elevator, we were oh, trying yeah. to go down. We hit the down arrow and we like had our heads down. So we like, without really looking up at first, we took a step to the elevator and it was full and he was standing right in front oh, and he's just yeah, like, that's right. rain check boys. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the second okay. like funny. He is really nice talking like, yeah, obviously yeah it was nice to come up, counter. come up and Shake that was hands. great. Great to see you guys. Yeah, funny, yeah, it was though. good to see us since uh, you handed us the cup last uh, last do you, June. Do you think he thought you guys were players? Is 100%. that why? That's what I. Th- that's what it felt like when he came up to us. Unless he we were like, just like standing there, like talking in our little group. And he's also not gonna like know every single player on every single just team, like unless Michael you're just a big yeah. name. But like some lower end guys, like me and Cuddy would have been. <laughs> why not go say hi? That's amazing. He's been the commissioner since '93. Mm-hmm. 30 years 31 years so like he's seen a lot of hockey players oh yeah <laughs> that is so funny dude and he's he's a commissioner commissioners don't really interact with players yeah mm-hmm. they interact with owners you basically made it to the nhl cuddy congratulations yeah i should have asked him for a raise for a, yeah <laughs> <laughs> for a Jeez. contract to play in a game or something that was really funny when the marine was like yep this way guys so you can get on the podium for the picture like, yep. well, we're not there. We were going to joke that we were going to photo bomb it. Yeah, we just kind of shuffle in. Yeah, we were saying we could have probably, we could have probably made it up there. We could have been in the room. At least for a little bit. The players would have. The players would have. But they might have, like, we could have probably convinced Some them. Some of them like, would have hey, like, let, let us go up there. Shuffle yeah. them beside Or, like, one guy. Like, Frizz should have just been, like, why do you, like, yeah, I'm going to shuffle in. And I'm going to go up there on top. And if you made it into the photo behind and we're standing there, that would have been yeah. the best it thing was with ever. Frizz's next it was to with <laughs> President Biden and Vice President Harris. 
That's what the photo was in that room. Oh, really? I saw okay. the photo come out. Oh my that goodness, that would have been team. so. I wish we would have gone back and tried to do that, try to pull off that stunt. And I think <laughs> it, for an event like that, like the players, hockey players are hockey players, and they're they still like little that. kids at heart. And they could have, some of them would have been like, "This is hilarious! Like mm-hmm. this is yeah, super funny. This is a funny story." Yeah. Do you think? And uh, I also, they could have been like. If they saw us and didn't know who the heck they were, they might have felt like nervous to even say anything yeah. because they're like, "I don't want to tell these people to get out." Maybe there's someone Biden's super important, grandkid or right? something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh, Maybe they were an owner's grand, yeah, owner's kids that they don't even know about, and so they just wanted to be like respectful. But what do you think we would have done? Would we have like posted on an Instagram for a set and right next to White Cloud up there? That would have been a yeah, hilarious definitely. TikTok. Oh, I would have went far. Like, oh, everyone would have been talking about it. Too. <laughs> Got in trouble. Don't think we would be invited back. No, I don't think ne- there's nothing. I don't think there but was anything wrong with that. I think if anything, the owner or president of the Vegas team or the coach would be upset that now it wasn't his team. Like, mm-hmm. there's a random guy not on his team. <laughs> but I don't think it would have been a <laughs> issue on the. I don't know. I feel like it would have been just a great old. We could have just blamed the marine. He told yeah. us to go to the yeah. podium. I think I think one person Frizz like I think actually Frizz would have been able to do it. Not our whole group. If we were legit, this would have worked out. It would have been easiest Frizz with one. Yeah, could have done it for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would have been so. I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's, it's just like, and also we know White Cloud and Cole Starts would have been a little. They could have said something like. Maybe if it was like pre-planned. Yeah. I think it would have been best if you would have went up there, and we we didn't say anything, and we waited for some news to break, like some random guy photobomb this, and then from there, because yeah. who knows? Maybe someone would have never noticed, and just us going to the hockey hall of fame, mm-hmm. seeing Frizz standing up there for <laughs> nights. Oh, I don't even know. That would have been that would have been an all-time story. Yeah. Like when you hear those people that like somehow sneak into the super bowl or something like that that'd be that'd be one of those stories up yeah. there it could it reminded of a scene from forrest gump you know how they photoshop oh. him into all <laughs> yeah. those clips yeah. but uh cutty and i had a funny interaction with some of the players in the in the men's restroom that was when oh, they first happened? that was when they first showed up yeah we hadn't even seen the knights yet i saw them walking the, in and i turned around i was looking for them? you we, yeah, went, oh, we yeah. went to the bathroom <laughs> and there was two urinals and a toilet it was super small I mean, Cuddy are at the urinals, and Marcheseau, Carlson, and Riley Smith, who's on Pittsburgh now, but he was there for the celebration, come in. And then Coach Bruce Cassidy comes in, and uh, some other, I don't know, important-looking guy. Yeah. It was just funny, like, walking into the bathroom and being in a, a, the White House bathroom with a bunch of NHLers. And it's just funny how they talk to each other. It's just like how we talk to each yeah. other. Like, I that's honestly what, thought that was it the was point you of, guys like, coming in yeah, like, it's like, behind us. Hockey <laughs> players don't change. No. Well, similar to Frizz, because I was in the bathroom before you guys, and I left, and I was, like, recording what, because you had to walk through a library to get there, so, like, as I exited the bathroom, I was recording on my phone, like, oh, look at this library, and, like, I was just panning the room, and I pan right to uh, Marsh or so, whatever, walking in, and he's like, hey, and so I said, hey, I said, hey, back, and just, like, threw my phone in my pocket and buried my head and walked out, but I felt bad for you guys like not knowing what was about to come into the bathroom <laughs> it was like five people from the nice just come in this tiny bathroom we're trying to shuffle around to wash our hands and it's it's actually so small yeah so i'm like excuse me boys 
Did you get pee shy, Cuddy? No. He's <laughs> taking a dump. Streams no. were already going. There was no turning back. There was no turning back. I got to say, the bathrooms in the White House are nice, though. Mm-hmm. Very clean. Very clean. I, I kept the towel. The towel? Yeah, they were like Man. thick paper towels, and I was... At that interaction, I grabbed an extra one and put it in my pocket. I don't know <laughs> if that was looked weird or what, but I needed a souvenir. Had the presidential stamp on it. I didn't even go to the bathroom. That's crazy. The whole entire we, time. The we were there day. for four oh, hours. Like three times. I didn't go to the bathroom. I'm, that's a big mistake on my part that yeah, I didn't explore I went at the it. very, very end. Upset. I probably I went like cool. three times. That's the thing. I didn't know if it was going to be cool. And then it's because it was, I like, was busy in the library, which was a cool yeah. through a door, and then you're in this like little like area, and then you go through another it's door. Like yeah. Oh yeah, there was another little room before the bathroom. Super old like door handles. Yeah. Automatic cool. flush. Yeah, they had upgraded no, toilets. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You the handle hit it. On the toilet? Yeah, no, the toilet. I didn't go in the toilet. Uh, you're not you to handle hit it, but I don't just uh, for the library's sake, Will was vlogging that day, and when we were in there, just kind of like taking a little breather, we were looking at some of those books in there, and the books were like, obviously, basically as old as when the White House was made, and they had all these like little souvenirs. They had these like swords, and the sword was from like a some Spanish War. It looked like they had, like original Jeez. Mark Twain books. Mm, it was all like <laughs> books from every era. Basically, I wonder if they're real books. We didn't even touch them. I feel like we, if we would have touched them, we, we'd some pull trap the, door pull the wrong come. one yeah. and we go down. Yeah, elevator in the basement. Wrong lever, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was the bathroom. That was good. That <laughs> little, we so haven't I, even talked about the event yet. Yeah, so that was a little, that was the little pre, the pre-time cocktail, uh, pre-show thing. No cocktail, no cocktail. No, no cocktail. Drinks, iced tea. Iced tea, iced tea um, lemonade. Then we actually, we were, we were left alone at that point. So that's when our hosts left us and kind of were sent us on our own. That's where it really made us feel a part of it because we didn't have visitors badges on anymore. They yeah. took everything. And they're like, you're here, you're here, you're cleared. Film whatever you want. Do what you need, do what you need mm-hmm. to do. Which is, what a feeling. Yeah. It left us alone. Yeah, I got a question for you, Lawson. Um, I know we didn't have much of a idea of what to expect from filming, but like when you were there, was it a lot easier and like a lot more free to like film what you wanted where you didn't feel like restricted or anything? Yes, it was way more open than I expected that to be. I was envisioning a very uh, strict policied place. Like honestly, it was less strict than going to an NHL game with the, cause I could bring my camera bag in. Uh, we had our video camera out like you're not allowed to do that in an nhl game Mm -hmm. but i was surprised that we could have our youtube camera going and it made me a little nervous i was like felipe had it and he was pointing at everything i'm like i'm just waiting for someone to get mad at us here but nothing ever happened and then when we were at the event again it's filled with people and all these different rooms i didn't know if you could record certain things or certain people that shouldn't be on camera but it was free rain and it was awesome. It got looser and looser too as the time went on because there was people like on full FaceTime, like FaceTiming family and yeah, showing I them the whole. I like place. to see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I saw that too, I was like, okay, a lot of people here are just like us, mm-hmm. that they know this is cool and that yeah. they're not going to look at us weirdly for cheersing our glasses for a photo on the couch and doing what we were doing. So that was really nice because that just opened the doors to execute what we wanted to do. 
and tying this whole thing back to like why we were there we were there because we wanted we were supposed to make content to not just attend it but to make uh to show people like our perspective i guess to make it fun so our idea that we came up with for the white house frizz actually sent this to me might not have done it without him sending the video link but he sent me TikTok Corey in the house theme song and i was like yes that is the perfect music video for us to make in the white house is the theme song of Corey in the house so that was our project that we were trying to do as we went throughout this whole entire day was filming different clips of uh of Corey in the house and we had a lot of time and we had a lot of different like space and uh scenes to do it in so that made it so much fun and we crushed the video it looks it's gonna be hilarious it was funny um, we were like filming these scenes and like doing like our acting and stuff and people still thought we were like on the team mm-hmm. and coming up to us and congratulating us yeah and was, stuff like that i was gonna say like we kind of thought it was only going to be like an hour worth of our time being in there so i don't know if at first lawson were you just like trying to get everything done as fast as possible until you realize like oh wow like we can do like three more hours worth of this stuff it was really nice to have that extra time because even out front when we were out front we were there for like 20 minutes too which was nice yeah that was the big that was the best part the part i was worried about is you're right when we were doing these things is it gonna be all right start move to here you're in the ceremony or in the event not ceremony but the event the cups there you have 20 minutes of this show obviously no filming because you're paying attention and then as soon as that's done we're shuffling you out and that's what i thought it was going to be so i was like man this is going to be really hard to to do something total opposite was one of the best days that we've probably ever been given for just opportunity to film stuff because of just it was just free time four hours it was awesome it's my it's my dream yeah so then after the the pre-reception we shuffled into the uh, event room, took our seats, got some good seats. Um, everyone filled up pretty quick with owners. The governor of Nevada was there. Um, a lot of important people. Yeah, senators. Basically, a lot of the Vegas staff. Um, and then the event started, and vice president walked in. Obviously, everyone stands up out of respect for everyone. The team walks in, and then uh, Captain Mark Stone and President Biden walked in together. Mm, that's pretty unique to be what were we third row 30 feet oh, from yeah. him uh, yeah yeah 30 feet that's what i was taking in a lot just how close we were yeah something that hit me when we were sitting there because they had the cup was sitting on a table before like even the team was there and it hit me just like usually for us when we at least when we first saw the cup, like that was the coolest thing, especially you tying it back to NHL is the coolest thing. And then that cup in that room was like the least cool thing. Yeah. I thought. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Got all those old paintings, the chandeliers, the people, mm-hmm. and then Stanley cup is just, eh. <laughs> yeah. It was like golden stick was pretty cool though. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say one of the things that stood out, to me was the um obviously president's speech that he made um but afterwards when like mark stone had to do a speech and i was just thinking of it when you become a captain of an nhl team it's one thing to you know you have to lead your team but the unknown pressures of having your what comes after that 
that you can never plan for and expect, but you're signing up for a lot of things that you might not really want to do as a captain. And yeah. Hockey just players to, think being a captain is just like leading your teammates and being a good example. Yeah. But giving a speech to the White House. Uh-huh. It, it's so much more. Yeah, you have to talk. There's, I'm sure there's a handful of different Vegas events that he had to do that too, but the biggest one of them all, obviously having to do a speech on you're on TV the president's next to you, all these people that are reporting are there, your whole entire teammates are behind you, which that actually might be one of the worst parts of it. Yeah. It's just knowing that all your teammates are listening and standing right behind you. He as was you, shaking when he pulled out his piece yeah. of paper. Yeah, and I don't blame him for that um, at, at all because I've, I would have probably resigned my captaincy if I, <laughs> right the day before I would win the cup and if I would try, I'd be like, you know what? I'm done, guys. I led us this far and for winning tonight. Give me the a. Here's the C, Cuddy. You got it. <laughs> but he did great. His speech was very good. Um, Biden's speech was good. And then, yeah, they gave him the golden stick, which is a nice little gift to the president. Yeah, pretty cool, unique. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it said on it. Um, is that what every team does? Do I you think? think everyone's different. Okay. Probably. That's probably why it's golden sticks or the golden knights. Yeah, yeah golden jersey. I remember them saying something about that too. Yeah. 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 It was just a cool, it's probably about half hour. Half I think hour it was event. 40 minutes because I remember someone was like, it was 1240, but obviously it took a little bit for the event to get going. Mm-hmm. So probably 30 minutes. Yeah. And then. Well, as we were shuffling out was when I like realized who the people we were around because I was like mm-hmm. right in the mix of all these people. And then I hear someone say, oh, good to see you, Senator. And then like another person was like, this way, Governor. And I was just like right in between all these people. I'm just looking around like, oh, well, this is pretty cool. It was like cool too because like once once Biden I got out of the room and everyone started making their way out to like the little social event, it's like we were even able to go right in front of that table where the cup was and like take photos and like little yep. videos it's like don't you dare put the foot on the stage though why did yeah. you put your yeah i got Felipe in got in trouble you got in trouble they didn't even like yeah no feet on the stage the stage was like a foot tall yeah it's like hardly above like the one ground step. one step cutty stands on it the they, and again they're just monitoring everything oh, yeah. here they know where, what you're doing at all times tells cutty to get off and then our manager felipe I guess he didn't hear, but then he goes and walks on again, like a minute after, <laughs> and he gets told, uh, "Sir, can you come down from there, please?" Yeah. <laughs> well, Everything's monitored very well, but it, go ahead. there's no cameras to be seen. True, no. exactly seen. I'm sure there's plenty and there's well, mics and stuff. When, but. when right, literally this within 10 seconds of it, Biden or no, of Stone finishing his speech, there's like a team of six that. Took down the the podium. Yeah, like they we, rushed out there. Yeah, like it's just like they're on top of it. They, Everything they ran to that podium like someone fell. Yeah, yeah. Like they were quick. Yeah, the just the logistics of that whole thing is crazy because the camera getting him there, making sure he's walking in at the right time, and then those people. There's so much going on. It's actually crazy how they can organize and pull off everything like every day for a president yep. there's a few secret service members in there you can see them with their little earbuds i actually didn't see them i didn't spot them they didn't like wear the cop uniforms at the event they were dressed nicer yeah but you could tell that oh they that's were, cool yeah yeah the camera person who was taking the big team photo had three giant cameras strapped to her just in case one fails she just pulls out another one mm-hmm. what the heck so crazy yeah so when the president and vice president left, that was the last we saw of them. Obviously, 
probably have more important things to do. Um, but it was super cool to be able to be in the room, hear him talk, and big memory. And then it was reception time. Yeah, I thought this the reception part of the the event for me was the coolest out of the whole time. Um, it was just like cool being able to really soak in everything, and then uh, just like the whole day in general is just like when the reception started. It was just like a bunch of good curveballs came in, whether it was like the food and just like everything that came about. But I know I was really hungry at that point of the event. And I think Will mentioned that they were bringing trays of food out and they did not stop coming. We ate enough hors d'oeuvres to be considered a lunch. Mm -hmm. It was just the butlers were super nice and they were like, it got to the point where you had to avoid eye contact with them because they would just keep bringing food. Yeah, and the other thing you d- you can't do in the White House, if you at least are full or not thirsty, you cannot sit down because the moment you sit down, there's three butlers on you giving <laughs> you a drink, giving you some food. There was one, my drink was like half empty, and he's like, brought a full tray of drinks. He's like, trade for a drink? <laughs> and the iced tea and lemonades were so good. Oh, yeah. Was so refreshing. So tasty. What did All they, the food uh, was great, honestly. What did they keep saying to you, too? Welcome to the White House. Oh, the other... Oh, yeah, that. But no, the other one is, too. No diet at the White House. Oh, yeah. That was a great was made line. made from the White House... The White House personal chef. Yeah, because you're just like, ah, I'm full. I don't... I'm okay. And they, like... There's no diet at the White House. The servers mm-hmm. or butlers, I don't know what you want to call them, but they were super nice. And oh, yeah. Yep. Fun. There's like an old uh, Hispanic woman who was one of the servers, and she was joking around and then speaking Spanish with Felipe. And <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was super sweet. I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. What she, all did they have there for his eat? Uh, well, I'm putting together a video today. I have to recall everything, but there was like a sliced sweet potato thing. There's a. They were all. These are all bite size. Just literally hors d'oeuvres. One bite. They mm-hmm. had sliced sweet potatoes, chicken pot pie, a uh, sweet potato empanada, uh, steak with like a blue cheese sauce on it. That was the best, best part, the steak. Um, so good. Popcorn shrimp, little slider thing. They had the bread with the cheese. Oh, yeah, they had a little bruschetta, and they had some – they had a – pumpkin pie thing or something like that it was a pumpkin cheesecake oh they had a couple and then they had a little chocolate thing with like cream in it and a wafer thing i don't know it was all fritter was good too all very 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 good Mm -hmm. wait we had good i had probably four lemonades in that time being there which is why i went to the bathroom a lot but i had roughly three of each iced teas it was a cool glass too and when me will and cuddy were going to the bathroom we had our uh, drinks in our hands and you had to leave like the ceremony hall, go downstairs, and we had our glasses in our hands. And the guys was like, "Hey guys, you got to put your drink up on this table because people like taking them." Uh, I think is what he said. But yeah, he's like, yeah. people think they're souvenirs. I was like, "Oh, this it would be a good souvenir to have it at your But then it was like, it's just a glass. There's nothing even. There's not like a print on it or anything. Yeah. So I was like, "How would you prove to someone that it's from the White <laughs> this House?" This is a White House <laughs> glass. The souvenir that we did get though was really cool. Was the invitation on the email that you were talking about? They gave it after the fact. Yeah, hard copy. Mm. When you're hard leaving. copy. Nice, nicely printed card with the full invitation. It says the president had the Knights logo on it. That was a nice little way to end it all off. Yeah. yeah. It's they a great event. It, they gave it after the event ended, so you couldn't pass it a, a invitation out. 
Yeah, true. Yeah. Smart, and you didn't have to carry it the whole time either. Mm. Yelly, did you have any other of the um, questions from fans about the White House that we could get oh. through? I think we kind of went through everything that we we did there. Snacks, we went over. But yeah, the uh, the yeah the the after party just surprised me how long it was. I was waiting as soon as we left the event part, the ceremony part. It was like, okay, any moment now we're going to get kicked out. Any moment now we're going to get kicked out. And it just lasted so long that allowed us to It was an hour and a half, two hang hours. Out. Yeah. yeah. Which it was, was like, perfect. It was almost like they were waiting for it to, like, die down a little bit, like, for people to leave on their own. Because, like, people would leave one room and, like, the Marines would, like, walk out and then shut the door. So yep. you couldn't go back into that room. But then you stood in that big hallway it's like that's a, another great place to socialize you get to listen to the band and stuff and then yeah. people stood down or stood in that area for a while and then it just kind of the just team did not practice till three that so. helped out i think so yeah they didn't have to they were not in a rush to leave because i bet if they left they everyone would have left mm-hmm. too i They're can't imagine gonna... wanting to practice after going to that event yeah that'd be I, tough I, I to hop wanna, on the ice yeah what uh, was a unique touch i mean should have been an obvious thing and we should have known, but it was the bulletproof glass. Yeah. Yeah, that's six inches thick. That stuff that's thick. Jeez. Yeah. Solid. Six inches. So it looks like it's not there, like yeah. really there. So when you go to touch it, like. Yeah, you like hit your it's nose It's closer on it. than you yeah. think. Uh-huh. I, yeah, it's funny. It was thick. Didn't even make a sound when you hit it. No. What was your guys' uh, most, or I guess favorite part out of everything we described about that day? What was your one part that you would pick as your favorite from that event i think just being able to see a president yeah mine was like when he literally was just walking onto the stage and mm-hmm. got up there and kind of said hi to a couple people up close and then just started talking i like just exploring the ground so as soon as we got past security and got to walk see the front lawn see the house from the outside and then get to explore the inside just the newness of all of that to me was my favorite yeah i like the freedom too just being able to walk around basically wherever on the main floor check out all the different rooms and all the artwork and all that stuff it was pretty cool yeah mine was standing on that uh particular moment but standing on that red carpet that is outside of all three of those mini rooms listening to the band just like literally standing there that was my favorite part yeah of the soaking it all in tried yeah yeah. Try to. I think that wraps up our White House journey. Mm-hmm. Anyone has any other memories? Quick. That was a nice stroll back to the hotel. Yeah, but I, I think just as something like Deep I want to say is, it was just super surreal and uh, I guess honorable that we got to go witness that and be a part of that because, like, really, no matter what your political views are, when you get a chance to go see the president, and everyone wants. Everyone wants what's best for the country, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone who lives in the U.S. wants wants just the greater good for the country. That's why we live here. So, like, whether you agree with voting for Biden or you want someone else, or like, it doesn't really matter because when you go there, there's the utmost respect for your president. Yep. And if you ever acted in a different way than that, like, that's just messed up. Yeah. Like, who cares? truly who the president is as long as you're taking care of the people yeah well said and then that's kind of how like 
just going there and being able to put that in perspective a little bit, like just that respect that you have for your government should be a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I got one last thing to add about the White House. Let's critique ourselves here. Hmm. How do you think we did compared to any other trip when it comes to creating the content and the stuff that we have done and ready to go? Is this arguably the best content trip ever? I'm excited for our videos to be posted, that's for sure. It's unique. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's the most unique content we've ever gotten and that people will ever get to see that, like... No one on earth, we were talking about this, has ever created Corey in the House theme song in the White House. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool because we got the chance to be the first ones to do that and show people the inside and have show that it's like, yeah, we just rolled in and had fun and just like messed around a little bit, didn't act too serious and did our thing. So I think that part to, part to it, um, we did really well and I'm happy with how it went. I think, uh, you know, we've we've been talking about how we're on this health journey or whatever, but it kind of ties into because I feel like we were peak performing in the two days. Like we were getting things done. We were still touring around and enjoying the the city, Mm. whatever, district. And uh, just like being able to be at our best for those two days was kind of cool to see. And there was really no hiccups besides Mr. Soup Boy. But, like, just (laughs) when it came to actually our work and the content, like, everyone was killed it. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. Well, like we said, the time time that we had there really, really helped just to kind of make things more casual. And it's always so hard when you have to rush and you have four four video ideas, but you, in reality, might have time for two and just makes things a whole lot tougher so maybe we try and ask for more time in our new <laughs> new things if it's possible but who knows yes but you said you guys all said it good there it's a good trip do we have time are we doing the questions today any of the question stuff we have a few hockey questions a couple, couple uh, no bad hockey questions to ask Let's see here okay here we go yeah, here's a good one. Comes from Becca. Could someone switch to a different position for one game and still be effective? Could a forward play as a defense or a goalie play as a forward? <laughs> well, goalie forward, not in a real game. But no. in pond hockey, yeah. Goalies are really good skaters usually. Yeah, Their hands are just a little iffy. <laughs> yeah. From a game perspective, yes. I would say any position is interchangeable. Obviously, the skill level from one player from, like, a defensive to a forward change, like, you might not be as good from one position uh, think, to the next, but you can easily. I think you D are better at forward than forwards are at D. Yeah. yeah. Skating backwards is a little unnatural, so you guys do it more often than us forwards. And 0.1% of skaters can play goalie yeah the goalie thing's pretty much out the goalie window, so hard for the rest yeah Good question you can get around uh next one this is all something we did not enjoy in hockey mandy asks what's a bag skate 
And are there any bags involved? <laughs> no bags involved. Just a <laughs> Why lot is it of, called a bag skate? Like you bag, bag yourself. Yeah, your bag, bag, yeah. bag tired. Bagging yourself. So that's a weird is bag, play. That bag is a like hockey a, term. Bag right? like a noun for describing. Not a noun. Is a noun something you describe? Is it a huge blank? It's a verb. No, verb's action word. Noun is not. Noun's a person, place, or thing. Yeah. Adjective. Adjective. Holy smokes. Gotta go back to school. Bag's an adjective. Yeah, like being tired, you think? I, I someone, don't someone somewhere was probably like, oh, I am bagged after that skate. Yeah. It's, oh. And there there it is. That's how it started. Maybe it's because you have your head in the garbage bag after. Maybe. Could be. But <laughs> I think it is something to do with that. <laughs> but what a bag skate is, Mandy, is typically you're either doing it for your team to get in shape or you're doing it as a punishment. And oh, here we go. both ways are very <laughs> <Sounds> unpleasant. <laughs> There are various explanations ranging from the fact that pucks were traditionally left in the bags. Okay. Oh. There's no pucks in bag skates, or to the notion that a bag is needed to heave into after all that. Yeah. So heave. <laughs> during <laughs> these Pearl. skates, as Will mentioned, there are usually no pucks and you are just skating and skating and skating and skating and doing all these different things yeah. to make you as tired as possible. I would say punishment. that um, conditioning basically is what it is. Hockey pununishment. They happen more often than you would ever expect. There's Sometimes baggers, on a weekly basis. And there's hidden baggers. Some drills can be mm-hmm. baggers. Yeah. Uh, next question. Why are points awarded after each game? The winner gets two points. That's simply just for standing purposes. I know some leagues like the NFL just do, and I think NBA does it too. It's just simply wins and losses, but having a point system makes it easier to keep track, and if you go to overtime, you get one point. If you lose. If you lose. So just an easy way to keep track. I think that's probably introduced when overtime and shootouts came in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if they ever had it where they would tie. I'm sure. Yeah, they had ties. Yeah, I think it's also because they got so yeah. many more games in NFL that right. a tie would add up a lot more over the mm-hmm. course of a season than NFL would. Gotta get those points. Gotta get them all. Here's another good one. When the score or when people's records are posted, there's usually three numbers, like 1, 10, and 0. Well, I'll just quickly say this right now. The first number, first number in the category is your wins. The second number is your losses, and then the third number is overtime and shootout losses, right? Yep. Yeah. It's different than soccer. I think soccer is like win, tie, lose, or win, draw, uh, lose. So it's a little confusing. Uh, okay, another one here. How do they determine which corner circles do the face-offs, or which corner circles are uh, the face-offs? split whatever. the ice in half right down the middle. And wherever that puck either goes out or shot from, where there's a whistle involved, it's on that side. I think there's a rule now in icings. The pick, pick team can pick That's which right. circle. So, like, depending on the, which center's out there. That's right. They can pick their strong side. I did not know that. Yep. Yeah, that's relatively new. We had that in college. Yeah. 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 Probably the last, like, I guess five plus years. Yeah. That just shows that's something that a D-man, that if you had been doing that in college, I would never would have known. <laughs> or seen that of you, like, talking to the ref, like, Actually, yeah, huh. legit. I think never I'm, noticed that. And as a center, that's something that you always get is the yeah. linesman. Which yeah. side do you want? I think yeah. to start a power play, you can pick too. Do you guys remember, like, growing up, like, when you had to argue with the uh, the ref, like, no, I was on that side. Yeah. You don't have to argue with that stuff mm-hmm. no more, I guess. Uh, last one here. Come on, stripes. 
What's the simplest way to explain the usual penalties? So I would say a lot of common penalties in the game is like hooking when you take your stick and like pull someone back. Are they trying to like describe each penalty? Or Just like, like what is a penalty? They said they're trying to learn new penalties. Mm. Uh, she yeah, says she learns a new one every it's game. It's an action that prevents the players from just being able to play. Yeah. Like an illegal action. Yeah. Prevents cheating, I guess. There's and a bunch of them. There's a bunch of two-minute penalties. Tripping, hooking, slashing, Impeding a player's roughing. progress. It's the best way to uh, put it. Those are like the minor stuff that's like, okay they categorize it as not that bad and then you have your five minute penalties some bigger ones boarding hitting from behind punching someone in the head that has like a bigger you know punishment so you either get kicked out of the game for that or you're gonna be sitting in the box for like five minutes yeah sweet it's all up to the ref's discretion yeah it's all kind of what they see it as in a way Mm mm-hmm um, because every play is different and you, there's no way that you could have a set in stone like thing for it besides judgment from real people. But Well, here's a, here's a fun one which would include a penalty. Someone asks, which one out of the five guys was the most likely to drop the gloves? Um, you. I, say frizz. I, frizz. Fought, I fought six times. But once. Sounds like you then. Yeah, you're the tough guy. <laughs> it was fun sometimes. You just needed. had the biggest temper. Who is the least? And let's flip the question. Who is the, the least likely to get in a fight? Did you ever get in a fight, Cuddy? I think yeah. Cuddy's got a little aggressive side to him. Do you remember Steven's point? I don't. No. No. Well, You're lost in Alex. TikTok. I do. a big fight. Is lost? <laughs> are you a fighter? There's a TikTok of it from their one of their fans in their student section. Made a TikTok. I remember it, Cuddy. Yeah. I was in the yeah, stands. Yeah. I saw yeah. your fight. <laughs> You're a college fighter. I think Will has the least amount of just confrontations on the ice, even. Yeah. Like, so even though I don't remember says, Will like. You usually, know, if someone over. said something to me, I just kind of like. Laugh. Yeah. Will has his confrontations in practice. Oh my god, I would die laughing when you would be pissed at someone in practice, like cue ball or something, and I just see you go and hit them extra hard or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's just like hockey. That's not fighting. No, I know, but that just the confrontation thing. That's is, just competitive. Yeah. That was always one of my favorites. See, hunt I would someone give down. some slashes, but yeah. I would never fight. <laughs> my favorite was going just walking frizz, laughing at him, his <laughs> defensive <laughs> abilities. <laughs> Does anyone like, remember when Rich got mad and like he meant to shoot a puck at the boards, like slap shot, and it almost hit me? It was like yeah. that far from hitting me. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> oh, that made me think of that. I don't know why. But. <laughs> Is that it for the hockey questions? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Those are no bad hockey questions. There we go, boys. Good episode. No we, riddle this week, just because we're running a little long. But uh, let me do the huh? And the camera. I can do the fan favorite. Want me to? Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Camera has good one. two mi- minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Okay, quick, Three quick, minutes. rapid fire here. Fan favorite question is: If you got to choose one meal with the president, what meal would you choose? You're sitting down. It's just you and the president. And I got mine. Choice. Mine right away. Sushi. It's clean. It's very one-biteable, so you can still talk, enjoy it. Very efficient way to eat, and it tastes good. I'm going to go with steak and potatoes. You know, I think um, it's a meal that maybe takes a little bit longer to uh, really dig into, and mm-hmm. uh, I think the president would have some enjoyment, you know, 
with some meat and a vegetable. Yeah, I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go salmon. I'm uh, definitely want a fork and knife because I'm a messy eater, so I need to be able to control my food on the plate so I don't make a fool out of myself spilling. <laughs> I'm gonna go baby back ribs. Yeah. Yeah. We're, gonna, yeah. we're gonna get our fingers dirty <laughs> and our sauce all over our face, and we're gonna have a good time, Mr. President. <laughs> Let's have ribs. No utensils. I love that. What about you? Cheese pizza (laughs) (laughs) and coffee. Yeah, I'll I'll go Chicago-style deep dish pizza and a dark roast coffee. Heck yeah. Out on the little patio of the Oval Office. (laughs) That's good. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our little White House chat. (laughs) 